Hi, my name is Mike Reynolds, and welcome to another episode of Real Life After 70. Thanks for joining me. I hope you're having a wonderful day out there in the world and wherever you may be. Right now, I'm at our home base, and that's in the state of Maine. And uh, I always thought of Maine. I grew up here, and I've lived in a lot of other places over this 70-plus years that I've been around. And uh, I always think of Maine as being a small rural state. Well, <laughs> it's changing. And the, as we've traveled around the country, we find a lot of this changing going on. And uh, there's a lot more people here than there used to be. And it's they all seem to congregate wherever I am. <laughs> uh, the traffic, it's all of that. And anyway, we have a lovely home base. And it's in the country, uh, close to services. There are all kinds of stores and things within a couple of miles. And uh, But when we come back here to our little spot, it's it's in the country. We've got trees, we've got quiet, and uh, we share it. Uh, we share uh, some land with uh, with family, and we share our living arrangements here in this uh, little 29-foot camper with uh, our two selves, uh, human beings, uh, my life partner for over 20 years, and then uh, we have two kitty cats with us, and they are very important in our lives as well. So anyway, I just want to throw that out because yesterday <laughs> my significant other had a doctor's appointment and that was in the city of Portland, which happens to be the largest city in the state. And it's only about 20 miles from where we live, 25 maybe. So, uh, and I used to live in Portland, uh, God, 30, 40 years ago or so. And uh, I know the main streets around but boy, I tell you, it was a whole different experience yesterday. Uh, the traffic, the backup and all of that. We ended up going into a couple of different stores and just leaving because it was just mobbed with people. And most of them were people that I didn't really care about being around. Everybody was rushing and rushing and rushing. And traffic, I mean, nobody was given an inch. Everybody was trying to get out and go. And uh, it's just one of those frustrating days. Uh, and it's we had Anna had the doctor's appointment, and that went well. We found the place, no problem. But uh, again, I get frustrated dealing with all the people, and and I really look forward to getting back home. But let's speak about the doctor thing for a while. Uh, this doctor happened to be somebody that she had had a previous relationship with uh, in a medical sense. And uh, so she was able to get in pretty easily. But we both have had some heart issues over the years, and we we're trying to get a local cardiologist to just have follow-up appointments and things. And we thought, well, there's medical facilities in this area galore. I mean, every place you look, there's a, some kind of a medical center. And uh, it's we call up, and I get my care through the VA. They authorize some community care because they're local. The, uh, we have one VA hospital in the state of Maine, and uh, that is, was 
there was no openings there for the foreseeable future in the cardiology department. So they hooked me up with a referral to the local hospital here. And uh, I called them up to try to get an appointment. And we're only planning on being here until the early August. And there was no way to get in there for that period of time. During that period of time, they said I was. There was about 500 people ahead of me, and I really wasn't a priority. So I did give them a few kind or not so kind words and uh, hung up. And then, uh, so finally, how it all resolved through with the help of the VA and their referral part department, I ended up going back to a cardiologist in the area that I used to live in. It's about a little over 100 miles away, but it was the only place I could get in. And it, the only reason I did probably is because of the prior relationship. But what are people doing? God, when you're traveling around and you need some care, I mean, granted, you probably can get into emergency room and you know, wait a few hours or maybe a few days or whatever to get some treatment. But all you're gonna get is the emergency treatment. You're not gonna get any preventative care. You're not gonna get any follow-up care. Uh, you have to have an established relationship with some sort of a medical professional in order to do that. And nobody's taking a new patients. Everybody's booked up. Now, I don't know why that is. I wish somebody out there in the world could explain it so that I could understand why it is that, you know, the earliest we could get is over a month away for a dentist. Uh, eye doctors are unheard of. You can't get in there for several months. Audiologists, no way until next spring. And cardiologists, who knows? They just don't give a crap. Anyway, I get so frustrated with this stuff, and I wish I could find somebody that could give me an explanation of why it is. And it doesn't really matter why it is, but why isn't it getting fixed? Why are we getting worse and worse and worse as far as treating our common, our fellow human beings are being treated like crap? The other thing that I saw... <laughs> When I travel, we were leaving Portland, and there's a street there, and it, it always was just an industrial way, uh, right next to the interstate. And it was like when I lived there before, there were no tents there, and now it was like a mile or so of tent city with the people that don't have a house, people that don't have anywhere else to go. Now, I everybody has their own circumstances and how they arrived at such a situation. And some of it may be because of their own personal choices. Some of it may be for just how they, wh what happened to them. You know, they lost a job or whatever. But for whatever reason, that population, and you see it on the news, they're trying to get rid of these Camp cities, they call them campgrounds or camping people. They're not camping. We're camping. We live in a camper. But that's by our choice. And, you know, we're not out there living on the side of a road. And knock on wood, that's, uh, that's a fortunate thing for us. I mean, you know, but it's the luck of the draw in most cases. 
I just don't understand how we treat people so poorly. Mm -hmm. And it's sad. It is really sad. So I implore all of you fellow folks out there in the over 70 crowd and younger, try to do something each day to make somebody else's life a little bit better. Let's try to treat people like human beings, like we would want to be treated. Now, I don't like being saying, you know, telling me that I'm not a priority. Well, screw you, buddy. I am a priority. Everybody's a priority. We're unique individuals. So let's treat people that way and, and just celebrate people. God, enjoy meeting people. Enjoy having a conversation with people. Enjoy the differences in people. We don't need to have everybody be alike. We need to have everybody treat people respectfully and in a good way. Just treat people nicely. You know, if somebody's trying to get out in traffic, slow down, let them go. You know, it's not going to make a difference. God, I tell you, we we're on the interstate and it was zoom, 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 zoom. You know, and then we come to an exit and everything pretty much stops until you get beyond the exit. And then zoom, 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 zoom. Nobody's really got to be that much of a rush. Jeepers, take your time. Maybe enjoy the scenery on your route. So anyway, I'm done gabbing and uh pontificating or whatever the word is so get out there enjoy life but be respectful of others and try to help try to help be a help rather than a hindrance thank you and i'll talk to you again real soon bye for now